Welcome to the Weight Loss for Women podcast, a place where we share everything you need to know about restoring your metabolism so you can eat more, train less, and lose weight in a healthy and sustainable way. I'm Kitty Bloomfield, co-founder of New Strength and Saturay, creator of metabolically supportive food supplements and skincare, which is so close to being out now. We will launch the... Uh... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every week I keep hearing, oh, let's get together. No, it's it's next month. It's coming out next month. We're just waiting for the um, boxes to arrive and then we'll launch. launch. We'll launch? Will we launch? Bit tired today. I can wake up at bloody 10 to 4. We're so busy at the moment, aren't we? Just, you know, when your brain's just going a million miles an hour, which is mine already goes a million miles an hour, and then throw in some extra stuff. Um, God, thank God I eat enough food. I just think I would never be able to do this without, like if I did the stupid shit I used to do before. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I'm, joined, I'm joined by my uh, co-host and co-founder of New Strength, Craig McDonald. Welcome back, Craig. Thanks very much. Always a pleasure. Oh, always a pleasure having you on. Sure is. So it? today, yeah, we, <laughs> I get a lot of questions around, like, what's the optimal amount of days to train? Mm. And, you know, I just thought, let's just get on and do a quick, you know, our, our short podcast episode uh, on this. And, you know, maybe there's some better questions you can ask yourself. Um, mm. Anyway, so we thought we'd talk about, you know, how many, how many days a week, or maybe instead of asking yourself how many days a week should I train, what other questions you can ask yourself um, and Craig can sort of d- dig a bit deeper into the nuances. <laughs> Yeah, and just so, hopefully clear it all up for you. So maybe like in, this is just what I think <laughs> without knowing all what you know about training. But I feel like probably the first question you need to ask yourself is how many days can I actually commit to training? Yes. Good question. Because it's like, you know, you could want to be the best IFBB pro bodybuilder in the world and train five days a week. But if your schedule and, you know, whatever you've got going on in your life, you can only, you can only really, you know, really commit to three days a week training, then that program's not going to work for you. Right. Yeah. And it's not, it's not, I don't think there's the ideal number of days is there really like it's, would you say like minimum two, maximum seven days training? Uh no, I, look, look, two two days is is fine if you're a ranked novice and you're just doing it to do something. Mm. Um, but I think we, if we're talking about the context of physique development, then you building know, some muscle, yeah, looking more three, toned. Yeah, three three yeah. days if you know if you're sort of beginning, mm-hmm. right? It may be an early intermediate lifter, depending on how well you can uh, execute your movements and how hard you can train. But I think really at the end of the day, it, it does come back to the individual. So if, let's just say we've ticked the boxes in terms of a person can commit to uh, any number of days and the person is, you know, uh, slightly like past the novice. Let's say they're a bit more of an intermediate lifter. You know, they've been training, you know, solidly for like sort of 12 months and they've got a base and that sort of thing. All right. Is that okay if we, we take it from that? Yeah, yeah. I just want to quickly just add something in there because I often get questions saying, oh, why do you only recommend three days of training? And it's not that we recommend three days of training. It's that we say that you can get results training three days. So a lot of the women that we work with, just a perfect example today is I talked to a lady 
and she doesn't have a lot of experience lifting and she's like, you know, Kitty, I'm just really busy, but I just want to really want to get started and I want to start strength training and build muscle. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, okay, great. I said, look, do you think you can find it in your schedule to start with training three days a week? She's like, yep, I can totally commit to that. I'm like, great. We'll start there. Start with three days, fit that into your schedule. And look, even if you're a more advanced lifter and you just can't train more than three days, Mm-hmm. You still you can still build muscle training three days. So I think it really is asking yourself, what can I really commit to? Yeah. Well, yes. And yeah. I, even if you were, but if you're an advanced, you can mm. only build muscle to a point, mm. right? So the the the, the secret, oh, secret. Well, the 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 goal, right? For anyone, if we're talking about physique development, we're talking about building as much muscle as you can across your entire body the amount that you should do should be relative to your ability to execute the movements and train with a high level of effort. And then the amount of volume that you do, so the amount of sets essentially per body part per week will then be dictated by what you can recover from. So here's an example. Uh, At a client, recently, whatever. And I'm kind of asking her about, you know, what she's sort of been doing previously and, and that sort of thing. And I, I kind of worked it out that she was, she was roughly doing about eight sets per body part per week based on her previous program. And, you know, I, I sort of asked a question, I'm like, you know, how was that going? You know, like, how were you feeling and recovering, you know, and got a bit of an understanding of her exercise selection breakdown. And then I kind of just like to meet people where they're at because when people say, oh, look, I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I'm training, you know, four days a week and I'm doing, you know, this amount of sets and exercises per week, I just kind of like find a happy medium. And then I really want to see how they're executing the movements and what their effort level is like, because that's ultimately going to determine the true nature of how much you can actually do. So once I'd sort of determined that, I was just like, let's do, let's work it out that you're doing like eight sets per body part per week. So it's like, um, on, on, she, uh, like a couple of sets of squats, a couple of sets of leg presses, you know, you know, things for quads and then, um, you know, eight sets for like pulling movements back, you know, lap pull downs and stuff and eight sets for like chest and shoulders, you know, something like that. And then I basically put the program in place and the question she, she asked me, she was, was like, look, uh, I like doing four days, but I can do five days or I can even do six days. I actually quite enjoy going to the gym a little bit more. And if I'm going to do um, six days, I'd imagine the sessions would be a bit shorter. And I'm like, yeah, well, if it's only eight sets per body part per week, the sessions would be really short. But I'm like, does it make sense for you to actually go to the gym? That and she's like, oh, I actually quite like doing that. And I said, look, to be honest, I could give two, two shits how many days you really want to do in the gym. All I care about is that we're doing eight sets per body part per week. So if you can fit that into four days, great. If you can fit it over five days, great. You can fit over six days, great. What makes the most sense for you to be able to do consistently every week? And she was just like, let's stick with five. Because I know like the six days on the weekend I can do, let's stick with five. I'm like, cool. So I just built the program based around that many sets per week off a five-day split. Now, that was specific to that individual and her current training age and her wants and needs for what she wanted out of a training program. 
Some people, I'm like, I need you to do eight sets. And they're like, I can literally only go to the gym three days per week. Yeah, on a, on a per session basis, those sessions are going to be pretty long. So we need to then look at other ways to potentially get the volume in without being in the gym for two plus hours. So in that case, that's where we start using things like rest pause sets and, uh, you know, um, you know, uh, extended sets and, and your different things to kind of make the intensity a bit higher, but done in a shorter, you know, sort of time frame. So you can kind of do that. So it's, again, if that's the individual, they're a bit more advanced. They need to be doing a certain amount of total work in order to create the stimulus to continue to grow, but they only can do three days a week. Well, then they can only do three days a week. And then we ultimately just need to program in a way that's going to elicit that stimulus for growth. Is it always the optimal? Well, no, at the end of the day, there is a volume threshold and a per session. You can only do so much work in a session before it just becomes a useless kind of session, right? And I often see, you know, when I go to the commercial gym, I'll see like people training and then they've already been at the gym when I get there and they're still going at the end and they're doing all of these weird and wonderful exercises and i just feel like walking up to them like you are literally just wasting energy at this point it's not doing anything more it's just taking away from your recovery tank just leave now <laughs> like you've done all the work so the, the the point ultimately at the end of the day there's only so much you can fit in one session if you're you can only do three days then we need to get creative around how we fit in enough volume that elicits that uh uh stimulus for you to grow muscle but also allows you to recover from it. And generally what we do with a lot of people is they start at three days and then once they start to hit that volume ceiling around how much they can do, I'm like, do you reckon you can stretch it to a fourth day per week? Yeah, I could probably do it. Let's just try. Then we go to four days, right? And that's going to see them through for a really long time because there's just a little bit more flexibility that you can do with four days at that point. You can sprinkle some side delts and arms on the leg day on the lower body day and things like that you know it's it's, right. it's kind of easy to do it you can make quite a big jump in volume and that's generally where we find like a lot of people have really good success with three days then they'll go to four days and that's generally pretty good right then after that if i get someone a bit more advanced i'm like all right they're still clearly recovering from what they're doing we can probably do some more i don't think I, can you go to five days no i can't do to five days okay cool let's stay at four days we need to add in some more volume. So what we're going to do is do some drop sets on your second set of each exercise. So you do your, your, your heavy top set, you do your back off set, and then that back off set is going to be like a drop set or a rest pause set to extend out a little bit more stimulus in a shorter amount of time. So it's just about you know, kind of creating ways and being a little bit more, um, yeah, I mean, cre creative with what you're doing. But at the end of the day, You've just you, you've got to match from a client perspective their wants and needs. What can they can actually commit to? They want to be growing muscle. They want to be changing their body. Okay, what is their training age? Okay, cool. Yep, at this point in time, three days is going to be more than enough, right? But then on the other end, and we were talking about this the other day. Also, got a client. She has to train. She's only got literally half an hour, and she's got a home gym. Literally got a half an hour window between five thirty and six a.m. Uh, that she could do, but she's kind of getting up there in her training age. So she trains six days a week, but it's their half an hour sessions. So legs, push, pull, rest, legs, push, 
pull, rest, and a half an hour sessions, and we use some rest pause. So she trains six days, but it makes sense because if she was to do three days, the session volume would be higher for where she is in her training capability, and the sessions would be longer, and that's time that she just doesn't have. So we go, okay, well, in order for you to continue to progress, you need to do more frequency, right, but shorter sessions. Great. That works fine. Mm. Again, it's a case-by-case basis. Mm. Look at the individual, look at the training age. What can they actually commit to at a certain point for them to continue to progress? Does it make sense for them to do an extra day? Probably, right? Can they actually do that? No. Okay, cool. Let's go back to the three days. Let's find ways we can continue to add more to that. But again, some people have better recovery capabilities, right? If you're, if you don't have kids and you maybe don't have a partner, I've got a couple of clients like that. Hey, they can train the fucking house down because they just don't have stresses, other stresses, the obstacles yeah. <laughs> that come with kids waking up at and, and all that sort of stuff. So yeah. it's just, you know, it's really, really dependent on the person. Um, and then it, it, it's just ultimately what's going to be, you know, the best course of action for them, for what they can train hard, allow them to make progress, but also recover from. Mm. Um, so it's not really a black and white answer so much. It's just looking at the individual, but ultimately the first question should be asked, what can you actually commit to? <laughs> and I also think Craig, like, like a lot of women go, well, if I can't do it perfectly, I'm not going to do it. So like at the end of the day, if you can only train two days a week, yeah, just train two days a week. Of course. Like you're obviously probably yeah. not going to develop this Even one day a week. One day is better yeah. than you being yeah. a potato. Yeah. I think it's <laughs> like, it's you, you, you know, so many women fall off the wagon because they just go, oh, I can't do it perfectly or I miss a session. So I'm just going to, you know, you know, not do anything. Yeah. But I, I always think it's better just to go like, just build on it, build on it. Like if you think you can only really commit to three days, just really commit to those three days. Yep. Do that consistently for a while, you know, be committed to that. And then once you're in that good routine, if you're like, yeah, sweet, I'm getting, you know, I'm progressing more and I can add more in, add a bit more in. Yep. You know, you don't have to go from zero to a hundred. No. Um, you know, I really feel like you're going to sustain, and this is obviously for more new people, like new lifters, obviously if someone like us, you know, we've trained consistently, we've trained for a long time, but you know, I, even, even you and I talk about this, like I never want to train five days. So I just find I can't train for, like, I just never can commit to training five days. I, sometimes I've tried with you, well, but you it just, just don't want to, you yeah, know, and that's I a difference. Just, it's just like, look, I, 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 you probably need, like, if you were to, really start taking your training seriously for to, mm. to, to, to go past where I am, where you are now, you, you would need to train more because you would just need to do more volume and, and, mm. and, and in order to elicit that sort of response, but you are just like, I just don't want to be in the gym that much. Like, and, and you really like making the most out of doing three sessions a week or even four sessions a week. And that's I do great. four. Now I do four. Yeah. 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 But you, yeah, you're yeah. already there. Yeah, I think too, like once you... You're talking about going from, for you, would be talking about going from advanced to elite, right? And that requires... More discipline. uh, Discipline and just more more time dedication and it requires more nuances, Mm. you know, more specificity around, you know, certain exercise selections and different things like that. Like it it just, it becomes more specific. Mm. But when when you're not like that, if you're a beginner you know, an early novice before intermediate, man, it really just doesn't matter all that much what you're doing. Push, pull, legs, right? A few sets of like a vertical pull and a, and a horizontal pull, vertical push and a horizontal push, hamstring exercise and a, and a, uh, 
a quad exercise, learn to do them really, really well. A couple of sets with high effort, you know, split them up into three sessions per week. You can do that for 12 months and get really good results. Really, really, really good results. And would you like, and what triggered this, I think, to do this podcast is a lady message. She's so lovely, actually. And she messages me a little bit, you know, over the last year or so. And, you know, she's really like, oh, do, should I be training three days or four days? You know, you guys recommend three. And I said, look, it's not that we recommend three. I just say, mm-hmm. if you're a woman who sh- struggles with time and you're busy and mm-hmm. you can only train three days a week, you can still get good results training three days a week. You know, like some of yes. our best transformations have yep. gotten good. Like, look at Sean McNamara. She's got a great body. And yeah. she's lost nearly 30 kilos of yeah. fat and she's yeah, built she muscle. Muscular. Yeah, she, yeah I mean, she looks great. She trains three days a week, but she yeah. like she trains the house down. Like I've yeah, seen her she, do her and she squats was and her leg presses. Consistent. Yes. Consistency is the key. Anyway, this lady, we, we had, we're having conversations. She's really nice. And then at the end, she's like, yeah, you know, I'm just not consistent. And I'm like, well, that that's your problem. Yeah. You know, um, and she's like, yeah, I know, I know. I probably need some accountability. I'm like, yeah, just invest in some coaching. You know, if it's truly really important to you, you know, some – a lot of women need it. They need that accountability to make them show up and do it. And that's fine. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, we invest in coaching ourselves. We've got business coaches. We've always had them. Yeah. Um, but I think like so many women don't make progress because they try to be perfect or they can't be consistent. And they're like, why isn't this program working? And it's like, it's not working because you're not, cons- you're not consistent. Like I think about, like, even I think about myself, like, you know, obviously I don't have the knowledge that you have. Craig, but I'm just have been always very driven to train because I love it. Mm-hmm. And you know, you always say to me, it's like you just make such good progress because you're just relentlessly consistent. Even if it's not perfect in the sessions, you'll just go in and do the best that you can and push hard. You know, like I think that's really obviously again, there's more nuances to this, but no, it is your ability. I, I think for the cohort of, of people yeah. that we talk to, you know, like busy mums, you know, that yeah. are done all the crazy diets and all the crazy cardio and you know, crazy workouts and stuff like that. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. Like yeah. it's just like, just, yeah. just learn how to do some movements. Well, yeah. Like be good at them. Get good at really, them. Really, really fucking hard. Yeah. And just do them week on week on week, you know? And I, I was actually um, doing some feedback for a client yesterday and she was sort of like, um, you know, it's just like, you know, they get sort of certain period and they're like, Oh, I just sort of thought that the progress would be, um, better, you know, when am I going to look like this version of myself, you know, and I, I kind of, she's the same sort of body weight and height to, to coaches April. And I said, look, this is April, right? Same height, same body weight as you, right? I don't, I don't like to compare, but I just, I want you to to understand, you know, what, what you're looking for. And I was just like, here's a recent picture of April doing some deadlifts or something like that. She's like, oh, she looks great. You know, I'd be really happy to. I'm like, yeah, cool. Okay, that's that's it's a, you know great to strive for that. I said, objectively, and this isn't always the, the you know when we're looking at the whole picture, but I said, object- objectively, from a strength capability point of view, I'm like, your deadlift at the moment is 65 kilos for seven reps. Like that's your best set performance, one set performance. I said, April's is like 117 and a half for 10. So huge difference. She's lifting three more reps with an extra, do that math. What's that? 50, 50 <laughs> kilos on the bar. I'm like, so do you think if you could do that, do you reckon your hamstrings and your ass and your back and all that sort of stuff would look more developed of how you envisage that future self? Yes, it would be, right? Okay, so that's the goal. You've got to go from 65 kilos on the bar up to 117 and a half and add three more reps to your current total. How long do you think that will take? 
And she was like, geez, I think that's probably going to take me a while. And I'm like, yes, it probably will, but you can't put a number on it specifically, which is what you're asking me to do. I can't put a number on it. I can't tell you a specific time frame. But what I can tell you is that once you lift the weight with that type of well, that particular exercise with that weight on it, you will look significantly different. So focus on the performances week after week and doing your best to beat those previous performances by as much as possible. The closer you get to that, the more you'll start to look like that version of yourself that you want to become. So get excited about lifting, get excited about tracking your performances and know that not adding five to 10 kilos. And it's like, oh, I've added five to 10 kilos on bar. Yeah, that's great. Who gives a shit? That's not going to be the difference. Add 50 kilos. <laughs> then you will look much, much different. But it does take time. Building muscle is a very slow process. process, right? Fat loss can happen a lot quicker. For sure, you can see fat loss happen on a, on a week-to-week basis. You stay in a caloric deficit. It's no problem. But, you know, I like I had to use that example for it to kind of click for her to go, oh, right. Mm. Yeah. Okay. This is what I'm working towards. Yes. Mm. So ask me again in eight months, and then I will return the question with how much have you added to the bar (laughs) in that eight months? If it's not much, well, the reality is you probably haven't changed that much. If it's a lot, well, providing you haven't been an asshole with stuffing your face with inappropriate food, then you've probably made some pretty good changes. Mm. Yeah. And I think, you know, like, Obviously, it's totally fine to want to change how you look because we help women improve their body composition every single day. But I really, truly believe if you want to make this, like do it for the rest of your life, you got to fall in love with the lifting, I reckon. Like you got to love it. You, you, you got to love the lift. Yeah. You know, yeah. People keep trying to overcomplicate that or trying to, trying to out-trick it, do all these different workouts. And I'm like, you're not any stronger than what you were 12 months ago. You thinking that you're going to look different is moronic. Stop doing the fucking burpees or the fucking the P90X workouts. They don't do shit. They just make you exhausted. Right? The people who look the way that you want to look can massively outlift you in the gym with all exercises, leg presses, squats, lunges, bench presses, chin-ups, rows, mm. lat pull-downs, bicep curls, try every exercise they outlift you. Right? Cuz that's the only difference. That is You're the like- only difference between you looking the way you want to look is being more physically capable with what you lift and obviously how you lift it, improving that skill of your execution. Yeah. You think about like in the pro metabolic community, like Amy and Libby and me, I'd say we're probably the most muscular in, in the pro because we obviously all love lifting and strength training. Yeah. We're all really strong. Like we can all, you know, like Libby and I have been not competing, but you know, like sending each other messages of the step back lunges, you know, we're all, we're at 60 and we're trying to build up and, you know, like Amy can just do some stupid, shit with i don't mean stupid as in it's stupid but like amazingly stupid yeah <laughs> stuff like really it's really hard but yeah, but again it's just like it's she's so strong it's, it's a different yeah. type of training to obviously what we do but like the level of physical capability required to do some of the weird shit that she does yeah. shout out to amy by the way oh she, i know she i awesome. know that is hard just, hard i, I remember i did it for a little bit like, the gymnastics stuff i'm like oh and that takes years like you yeah. could probably develop a more muscular physique quicker by lifting weights because it's just that stuff is really efficient yeah 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 yeah. more efficient way of doing it yeah she's a she's amazing Uh, but but also you also see videos of her doing yes exactly but those like uh inline lunges and stuff yeah yeah they're hard they're so hard they're hard but it's like also look at the weight that's on the bar when she's doing them 
Yeah, I know, I know, yeah. I know. It's, so it's it, just yeah. It, it, you, you can't dismiss that, you know. Yes, and then, and then effort is everything, but I think too, but, Craig. Would you say how like how muscular the book again then comes back to the bo- how much body fat you got over yourself? How much body fat you're holding? Sorry, like you have the muscle. Obviously, you still look muscular, but like it, as an example, like I'm obviously you know, I've talked about this before with the whole baby thing. Like probably sitting at five or six percent higher body fat than I would have usually done a year and a half ago. Right. And so when I'm leaner, I just look jacked, like so jacked. And I haven't got any more muscle. It's just because I've got less body fat. Yeah. Well, you, you know, so it's. You've got, you've got a, uh, a higher than average muscle, you know, muscle mass for your uh, height and, 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 and body. So it's, you know, you can sort of sit at a higher body fat and kind of still look at a, still look really athletic because you've got so much muscle and it creates so much shape on your body. But then when you get, when you do get lean, it's just like, Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you got to build the muscle and then lose the body fat. That's all you got to do. It's just not that hard. Like build muscle, eat in a, lift weights, Mm -hmm. eat in a small calorie surplus. Yep. You want to be leaner? Yep. Lift weights, eat in a, in a um, deficit, small calorie deficit. I mean, there's obviously more, more to it than that. Craig's like there's nuances, but it's like, but that's really, that's yeah. If that's all you ever focus on, you'll do fine. Mm. Mm. You know, because like you, you kind of make the joke yourself. You're like, look, I, I don't know all the stuff, and I'm like, yeah, but you didn't, you didn't. All you were like, look, what do I need to do, and how hard do I need to push it? And what do I need to eat? The and eating important. Mm. Mm. And that's, you know, because at the end of the day, like it's it's the, the the training that's going to build the muscle. It's the food that's going to allow your body composition to be more favorably and you recover and feel awesome and all that sort of stuff. And then get enough sleep, get some sunlight. So you just feel great, mm. you know, and then it's just sort of like you, the, the, the programming doesn't need to be overly complicated if you put in a high amount of effort. Do you know what I mean? And I think, you know, as you get more advanced, you need to think about more of those things. But for, for most people sort of starting out, I mean, the, the programming doesn't need to be complicated. You just need to do it and mm. do it well. And, and yeah, once, once do it consistently. Better at it, you know, like the clients that always ask the most questions around like, you know, their training and how, you know, how they get in. And then like when they, when they send through their feedback, when they don't just send through the video, they're just like, this is where I think I'm going wrong. This is what I think I like. They're really taking that time to self-analyze how they're mm. doing it without just constantly relying on me to go change this, do this, whatever it is, mm. you know? And sometimes I can look at it and I'm like, yep, I, everything you've said, I totally agree with. So let's just make this adjustment. Mm. Have another crack, send it through again. Do you know what I mean? And it's, a, it's, it, you can just tell the ones that have that attitude who really want to be better are the ones that end up being better. Mm. Um, you know? And I think, I mean, you could apply that to anything in life. You know, if you're just like, oh, I'm just going to actually take this seriously and go all and actually do it properly, regardless of the obstacles that I have to come up, that I have to overcome in order to get there. It's just like, yeah, well, shit doesn't come easy. Right? It's so interesting. Anything isn't it? worth like, doing doesn't come easy. Yeah. Like you see it with different clients and it, like, I just so believe that it's your attitude and it's, yep. it's your ability to navigate the micro failures and the roadblocks and ask yourself, how can you instead yeah. of just all, cause like you just see it, like there'll be client a, who's just like, this is too hard. You know, I can't do the tracking. I can't do this. Can't do that. And then, you know, like a great example is this one client that you're working with and, you know, she's like, 
something happened, something stressful, but she's like, look, you know, this has happened, but I've done this and I've done this and I'm just going to, you know, get back on track tomorrow. And, you know, like, it's just that you see that ownership and, you know, I, I just, I feel like if you're able to take extreme ownership, it just helps you so much, Yeah, you know, cause obviously there's going to be things that happen to you in your life that are not your fault, obviously, but affect you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you continue to blame other people all the time and say, it's too hard and I can't do this, you just never get anywhere. No. You know, and you give away your power, I think, when you when you blame. Not to, I'm not saying you can't have feelings and you can't like feel hard and sad, but you know, it's what you do after that that makes makes the difference, I think. Um I totally totally yeah. Agree. So anyway, sorry, we've got a bit of yeah. you can't actually be coached or helped when you're in that situation. Mm. Yeah, and maybe, maybe co- this isn't what you need. Maybe you need some counseling or some therapy or trauma therapy. I don't know, like you know, maybe you have to really ask yourself what it, what is it that you need. Like often we talk in our little group to about Leela, our friend Leela, who does emotional coaching. You know, and some women really need that first. <laughs> yep. I or they commit to the training and the nutrition. They need to work through the emotional trauma. So anyone who needs that, go and see my friend Leela. Mm. Leela Lutz. <laughs> she is on Instagram. She got a podcast too. The Body Never Lies. It's awesome. We've had her on a few times. Um but yeah, so that's it, guys. Hopefully that answered your questions uh, and helped. And as always, um, please give the podcast a review and a rating. So you can, even if you've left a review and a rating before, love you to review and rate the individual uh, episode and for extra brownie points and your chance to win a tub of Saturate Premium Collagen. Um, do your review and your rating, take a screenshot, share it on Instagram stories and tag me at K-I-T-T-Y-B-L-O-M-F-I-E-L-D. Um, and then each month I will, I'll pick a winner and you'll get that free tub of collagen. Awesome. Thanks so much. And we'll see you next week. See you. Bye.